Hi everyone, welcome back to Self-Care Your Way to Success podcast hosted by Maya Pilgrim. Today we have a very special guest and I'll let her introduce herself for you guys. Thank you so much for having me on Maya. My name is Andrea Price and I am the owner of a brand called Like No Other Greek where I sell Divine Nine apparel. Um, and if you all are not familiar with that, you'll just have to search Google. But if you're not familiar, I'm a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. So I sell clothing to women, a part of those sororities. But in addition to that, I help women find themselves um, and just recognize who they are and actually love themselves. So that's what I do. What a beautiful thing. So it makes sense that you're on self-care way to success with me after all, especially just because like, um, I think it's a beautiful thing to put so much more love into the world and more positivity because we're lacking <laughs> that in a lot of areas. And it's, it's very empowering <clears throat> to, to hear about your journey and like see that that's something that you're passionate about. Me personally, like my approach is a little different. You know, I, I like to connect people, the connector of people, connect people here and there, um, just so that we can see that we're not as different as we think we are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we can start off like just basic. So what is your definition of self-love? What does that mean to you? I have my own, but I wanna hear your take. So self-love is just showing yourself appreciation um, and acknowledging and accepting the beauty of whatever you are. And self-love to me is accepting all of you um, unconditionally and treating yourself with respect. Those are kind of like the two most important things, um, that there are no boundaries, that there are no, you just love all of yourself. Yeah. It's yeah. not like, oh, I love my hair, oh, I love my eyes. No, you love all of yourself and then respecting that. Yeah. I think it is hard, though, these days, like with social media and stuff, trying to cut through the noise and love yourself wholly and unapologetically. I think that even the strongest people kind of come to terms with the fact that, yeah, I had a good day today, and then I went on Instagram and saw this perfect person and this perfect body. So how do you navigate that in your day-to-day, trying to, like, you know, be this representation of self-love, but then navigating those day-to-day challenges? So I'm probably not your average millennial. Um, I actually took a break from social media for about four years. Wow. That's controversial. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And it's funny because when I started my business, I sent my friend a message. I said, how do you send a DM? She was like, girl, get off my phone. But I really didn't know because I hadn't been on in so long, right? So I really didn't know. But I originally didn't get off for that purpose. But what I realized is during that time of silence, and I say silence because I still watch TV, but silence on social media, I realized that as I focused more on myself, I started treating myself better because I wasn't like, oh my gosh, I need to look like A, B, or C because I was happy with the way I look. So I didn't have, I didn't really have that comparison. And now that I'm on for business, um, I actually try to limit the, not I try, I do limit the amount of time I spend on social media. And typically I only um, search the things that need to be searched. Like I don't just go up there mindlessly scrolling because I realized that your eye gates and your ear gates they play what, you know, lands in your heart and your actions. So it's like, okay, well, I don't want to compare myself to other people. So I choose not to do that. 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I did a social media break for like a year and people thought I was like a pariah. Like they're like, what What do you mean? Like you don't have anything? Like what? I'm like, no, I just, I'm chilling. And now, you know, I have my business like between real estate and my podcast that I use it for. But I think that having that kind of like diligence to be like, I'm only going to absorb a little bit here or there. I mean, especially being like, no, I think I'm the, the younger generation. What am I like Z? I don't know. But especially being mm-hmm. even younger, like. It is super weird not to have like TikTok or Instagram or constantly be scrolling, but it does affect your mindset. It does affect like how you think about yourself and like how are you going to navigate any of life's challenges if you're not thinking of yourself in a positive way? That's mm-hmm. that's always an uphill battle. That's so interesting. Absolutely. Four years. Wow. I've never I've <laughs> seen a couple, but like I've seen one or two years but four years. That's that's very admirable. Yeah, and it's funny. Um, what happened? Oh, my sister posted me on social media one day, and this was in the four years. Somebody was like, oh, my God, you're alive and you're doing well. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, am I supposed to be dead? I'm not on Instagram. I thought that was the craziest thing. She was like, ain't you good? Thanks. But am I, just because I don't show up on Instagram does not mean I am not having a good life. I can live a good life offside, off of Instagram. <laughs> that is so funny. Like, Pixar didn't happen, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> like, I can't. So, in, in you know, digging deeper into your personal self-love journey, what do you do on the day-to-day to help you feel beautiful, to kind of reinforce that? Um. So, I'm a little bit extra... <laughs> And every day I do work out, or most days I do work out, but I put on perfume, even if I'm staying in the house, like I kind of get love that. put on my earrings. And I know people are like, girl, but you're not going anywhere. Yeah, but I actually like it. I shave my legs. I shave my armpits. Like, I know that these are things that people are like, well, if you're not going to see anybody, well, why are you doing this? Well, I want to look good for me. Yeah. <laughs> Especially so that. Yeah. 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 So that's how I kind of, you know, on a day to day basis, that's how I show up. And I also I treat myself with respect and I do that multiple ways. But one day that I have a month is called Andrea Day and I go to the spa, I get a, a massage and a facial and I take myself to lunch. I turn off my phone and Andrea Day is an amazing day. And so that's one day a month that I look forward to. And it's coming up at the end of the month. And so <laughs> I'm super excited and I get really happy about it. But people are like, you do the most. But no, I do what I want for myself. Yeah. I mean, the relationship you have with yourself is really going to set the precedent for all the other relationships in your life. And I do the same thing. Like, I have like an exfoliation day, like, where I just do a long shower and I shave and everything. And, like, it doesn't matter who I'm seeing. I'm doing it for me. I want to be smooth and soft and feeling good for me. Um, Working out is something I do for myself and my mental health. Like, it it just – I don't think that you have to always be doing stuff for other people. I think that, like, that's how social media has kind of, like, mentally affected the human race and that, oh, well, if you're not doing it for someone else, then why are you doing it? Like, as if the relationship with yourself isn't the most important one of them all. (laughs) Like, that's... Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Even during the beginning of the pandemic now, (laughs) I was... (laughs) This is a little bit embarrassing, but it it just made me feel pretty. I was putting on press-on nails. 
Like, oh, but it made me feel good. I feel good. you. I feel you. Feel good, so. I feel you. That's what I did. That, that was, I struggled in the pandemic when I could not get my nails done regularly. It was very, you know, I don't trip about a lot of things. I can do my own hair. I can do my skincare, whatever, my makeup. But like my nails, like I'm on a schedule. You know what I mean? I'm very consistent. So when the pandemic happened with that, I was like, wow, I know this is not proper to complain about considering what other people have to deal with but like man i want to get my nails done <laughs> yep. yep well you should have joined the pop one crew with me <laughs> i mean there are some really nice press-on nails like out here like that lasts a decent amount you know what i mean you'd be surprised technology mm-hmm. has come a long way um when it comes to press-on yes. technology <laughs> yes so i mean i don't think a lot of the listeners are familiar with like um, like no other lifestyle and like what that means to you. So if you want to just walk mm-hmm. us through that, give us kind of an idea. Okay. So like no other lifestyle is a brand. Well, it's my personal brand, obviously. And I just show you how to live like no other. And so what we do is kind of set out your goals. Um, but before we get started, we kind of go through the path of where you currently are, what you don't like. And we kind of go through the path of how you're going to change it and what things you're going to do in order to change it. A lot of the time, people try to make all of these changes all at one time and then end up making no changes or no progress. Yeah. And so, you know, I help guide you through that process to um, to make these changes. But we do it in a in an order to make sure that you're able to get to step one, to step two, to step three. So you can ultimately get the life that you you know, I say deserve. Some people may not agree that it deserve it, but if you don't think you deserve it, then you're not going to get it. But the life that you believe you should deserve, that you deserve. That's that's so beautiful. Like, was there were there any like specific experiences in your life that kind of like prompted you to embark on this? Like, was there like a? I know for me, my podcast, I have like at least three or four experiences from bullying and stuff like that that kind of prompted me to to be on the path that I am. Are there any experiences like that in your life? Well, in February of this year, I actually just left my full-time job and I started my own brand. Well, I started the brand back in October of 2020, 2020, yeah, 2020. And <clears throat> during that time, um, I've just learned about making transition and making changes. And so you know, I used to live by the whole nine to five, you know, you, you go to the school, you do the nine to five, you get the six figure yeah. job and you know, you're supposed to be happy. Well, I did that. I, I followed the rules. Like I've been a rule follower all my life. Like me leaving my, you know, six figure job was kind of just like, wait, Whoa. what are you doing? <laughs> my life, yeah. A lot of people were very, I mean, and family included were just a little bit taken aback by me doing this. But what I will say is this piece that I have, the trans, this transition has been so amazing. And I want to help other millennial women, <clears throat> you don't have to be a millennial, but you know, that's who I truly can speak to because that is my age group. And I know all of the things that we have gone through, you know, I can help you transition out of this regular nine to five life that you don't feel very excited about. You're doing it because you followed the career path that your parents told you. You went to college, you did all of those things and you thought your life was gonna be more, but yeah. it's just okay. You go on vacation. I mean, it's not, ter- it's, you're not living a terrible life, yeah. but you're not living fully. Like now I truly live fully. Like this summer, I was able to go to Croatia. 
um, several cities in Italy. I went to Jamaica. I went to wow. California. I went to see Usher. Well, look, I, as I say, Usher, Usher took me to his show this summer in <laughs> Vegas. So, um, I'm sure every woman's saying that. But anyway, you know, I got to live and I, I felt like this was the best summer of my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. And I want people to get the best summer of their life. Yeah, I think a lot of people miss out on their full potential. And I feel like there's still this pervasive narrative that you have to go to school, go to work, get a regular job, and that's just it. And then you work till you die, right? That's that's what the American dream is. But is that really a dream? I think that it is kind of, especially an entrepreneur as a woman, as a black woman, especially you kind of like struggle, you know what I mean? In the sense that I've had family members tell me the same thing when I do when I started real estate and when I started my podcast. Like, why are you doing that? Because they're so stuck in that mentality that there's only one way to do it. This is the way that it has to be done because it's the way it's always been done. But it's like there's a better way, you know. And mm-hmm. it's empowering to be able to show people that way. I mean, it's it's much more empowering. It's hard to kind of like have that mindset shift, though. I think so. It, so for me personally, and I think any entrepreneur out here, like. I'd rather be broke working for myself than like making millions of dollars working for someone else. But that's scary, right? You're like, okay, I have the security of this job. I have security of this. I don't want to break away from that. But my time is my own. So if I want to work 48 hours straight on my business, I may be tired, but it's my business. You know what I mean? Versus clocking in for someone else. And I think that mindset shift is still kind of not as common as I wish it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was just sharing with someone, um, I was like, you know, they say that when you like, if you're working in your passion, then you'll never work a day in your life. And I was like, I really believe into that notion. But somebody was like, well, you're actually not working. You're creating and building a lifestyle. I said, ah, now when you say it like that, the terms change. Yeah. But how are you talking about working a lot? Like, I did complain that I worked a lot when I was a, you know, work a six figure job, but now I probably do. We'll just say create because we're we're creating or building a lifestyle even more than I did for the other when I work, you know, when I worked for someone, but it's different because I am in control. And when I want to stop, I can stop. Like it's all up to me. And I really love the, the freedom of that. Yeah. It's, it's the freedom of it is just like, unmatched in my opinion to any other job you could ever possibly work because your time is your own and you know how hard you have to work because it's something that you have to afford to care deep more deeply about than just like a job that you're clocking in and out of do you have any criticisms of the current self-love narrative that's like pervasive on social media and you know in the mainstream well to be honest (laughs) this is probably you to be like girl what's wrong with you but I don't really take in a lot of external content and Mm -hmm. I know that sounds crazy but I really don't so you would have to give me like something and say what is your thoughts on this because I I told you I don't I don't even watch tv so you gotta share with me honey yeah I don't I don't watch tv either um I guess just like even now I'm kind of like being more specific but when you see like the I guess the main influencers and their pages and they're like oh you know I'm going to my Pilates class and I'm going to you know get a smoothie or something like that I feel like 
my criticism is that I feel like it ostracizes um, women who don't have those mainstream body types and don't have that like socially acceptable model of who can be a real self-love ambassador. Because it's one thing to say, okay, hey, um, I believe all women have should have beautiful access to self-love and whatnot, but it's a completely different thing when like all the models that are portraying self-love are like skinny, typically white, typically perfect bodies, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And that, it can be a little isolating, I think, for a lot of other women. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, one of the brands that I I love, because I just told you I get dressed every day and I wear their stuff, Aerie, they do a great job. Of yeah, yeah I agree. Women. Yeah, I think they do an amazing job. And one time I was on their website and they had someone who had a, like, I don't even know what it's called, but some kind of stomach bag or something Mm -hmm. like I'm not medical so I don't know what it was but I was like is this correct I was like did they use the wrong picture but I scrolled on the site and I saw her even more I was like oh no this is like correct I was like that is absolutely amazing and I love seeing that because this is what real body these are what real bodies look like you want to see what the body like what am I going to look like yeah I want to see something make believe because that's not how I'm going to look when I put on yeah like I want to hear something I want to see her role hanging out. Like, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy two, actually. So Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, with the cellulite and the stretch marks, like I want to see absolutely all of it. Like, that's, it's real. Like, you want to buy what's real, and you want to buy what is going to look good on your body. I feel like that's so important. And then going back to when you said you were traveling over the summer, I've traveled quite a bit. Two, what do you think is holding a lot of people back from creating a life they love? the narrative that has been set by our parents or by society that you are supposed to go to school, get married, yeah. have kids, white picket fence. And it's like, that was cool for the 50s and 60s, but it's a new day. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, and I say this jokingly, but, you know, it's wrench auntie lifestyle time. Like, you know, if you're best. It's your best life. It's yeah. like, okay, I I don't have kids right now. And it's okay. I, I'm not in a relationship right now. And I'm not even going to say it's okay. It's actually great. I won't even say it's okay because okay makes it sound bad. I am actually absolutely happy. I don't have to cook for anybody. If I want to go to dinner, a steakhouse on a Tuesday, I go. Like, my life is my own and I don't have to answer to anyone. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and that's also... Another thing, too, is like, yes, I have a boyfriend, I have a relationship, but like, that's not my identity. I think that a lot of people, a lot of my single friends, especially, they're just like, oh my God, like, you're so lucky. I wish I would. I'm like, we're our own people. I'm my own person, girl, like, with or without him, I'm whole. You have to understand that. You know what I mean? Because I think there's a, a toxic narrative that, like, oh, you're inherently incomplete if you don't have a partner or you don't have kids. Mm-hmm. Like, like, no, you're whole on your own. You're whole by yourself. Like, mm-hmm. why is that so radical? I think it has to do with, like, again, changing the narrative, like, going from the past to the to the present. Like, yes, Grandma, I'm, I'm still whole <laughs> if I don't have kids and I'm not married. I promise you, I'm, I'm not lacking. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me tell you something since you said Grandma. So when my grandmother was living, um, my, my grandmother got married, I believe, at 15 or 16 years old. Wow. She was and so obviously she thought 
when, and this was probably when I was 26, she basically thought I was an old maid. And so she told me, she was like, you need to stop traveling and you need to stay home and, and get you a man. So my grandmother, she was like, my dad used to have contractors coming in and out of his house or my parents' home. And so she would be like, you need to talk to him. Now, Maya, this man didn't have any tea. I was like, grandma, I need you to like, like, I mean, that's fine. I'm not judging him. But grandma, we, I have a whole master's degree. Like, ma'am, she did not care. It was like, by hella high water, you need to get married. And I'm like, girl, but that is not the route that I'm taking. But <laughs> that's just the narrative, right? Like, yeah. that's what they do. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to take some time. I don't, I don't even know if like, the generation like younger than me is going to break the break the change because it's still like it's still like definitely very pervasive like hey you need to be married you need to have kids your biological clock like this and that and i'm just like can we just live our lives can we just like enjoy our lives and be present because i think that that there's a lack of enjoyment, especially with like older black women. I see that my mom like worked so hard. She worked three jobs. You know, my grandmother worked like five jobs. Like we're breaking that narrative. Like that's what my whole podcast is about. Self-care your way to success. Like we no longer feel the need to sacrifice every inkling of who we are to be successful in life. Like that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. That's not a thing. Not at all. And the more I like leaving my job, I won't lie. It was scary. Like it was one of probably I might say it might have been the scariest thing because, you know, I mean, I was used to that check hitting every, uh, you know, all the time. Yeah. But when I tell you that I actually um, left on Valentine's Day, I, that was the best Valentine's Day gift ever, <laughs> leaving my job. And it's just like I'm able to love myself every morning. And I'm like, when I used to work, I wasn't able to love myself. I couldn't even think what I was going to eat. Yeah. Like, I would just start, like, you know, I just left someone. And they were like, oh, my gosh, you look so good. You're, you're healthy. Like, I look healthy. I lost 20 pounds this year. And they were like, well, what happened? What did you, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm not stressed. I was like, I just really am choosing me and loving me. And that's really what I'm doing. So I think people don't understand how with this self-love, like, when you have the freedom you can love yourself and that translates to so many different things in your life which can make your life better yeah it's a foundational thing for sure like i didn't find my current boyfriend until like i love myself like i'm obsessed with myself right and that provided a great foundation for a relationship because i'm just like man your my happiness is not dependent on you it's dependent on me and i'm so happy with just me that it's it, it, it just enhances things like you have to do the work Male or female, you have to do the work to love yourself, work through your demons and heal before you get into a relationship and you're just like, oh God, like I'm so stressed, blah, blah, blah. It's like, have you done the work to heal? Everyone wants like the beautiful, nice, like long-term relationship, but really it's your self-work, like your self-love that comes down to that. Like my greatest friendships have been when I've like loved myself so much, right? Because then at that Mm -hmm. point, like you're not reliant on that person's presence in your life it's important to care about them sure but it's not a make or break like oh my god if this doesn't work out i'll be fine i'm gonna be successful anyway i love myself enough to know that i'll be okay regardless of the outcome or the ups and downs of my life and that's what you want to reach essentially you want to reach that point of like love where you're like it doesn't matter who stays in my life or who comes or who goes because i know who i am 
Mm-hmm. But people aren't there. And <laughs> I think the way to get, I think these types of conversations in your podcast and, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, that's the way to do it. And so I think that it's important for us to share our journey with other people. I mean, I didn't go into it and I, I, we don't have time, but like there is a story there, like as to how I got here. I didn't always love myself. I wasn't always, you know, honoring and respecting myself. And I, so I don't expect everyone to start off where I am, exactly. but it's important for me. Yeah. But it's important for me to share how I got there and how I, you know, how I, you know, showed myself love. So that's the whole point for us to share our stories. Yeah, well, I, I definitely think people are going to want to have you back. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got into it. And then she was like, gonna she gave us a little sneak peek. And then, yeah, so I definitely <laughs> think I'm going to have some emails waiting for me <laughs> after I post this one. But do you have any questions for me? I know I've been kind of leading the discussion. Um. Well, I'm going to, I'll probably ask you offline, but I am interested in hearing more about your story because I just think it's important to share so that's really my question. And, but I guess I will ask you this with um, everything going on with people talking about um, body image and things of that nature, like what do you think should be the biggest or what do you think would be the best shift? Like no social media or limited social media, or do you think we're way past that? And how do you think that this whole metaverse is going to play in our future? Wow. Um, well, I think that you have to have Probably like three questions. Oh, it's okay. I think that you absolutely have to have a balance, right? So with me and social media, I do the same that you do. Like I, I need social media for my business, right? But like, I just leave my phone in my room sometimes. You know what I mean? Sometimes I go downstairs, I read a book, like if I don't need to be on my phone. Um, or like I'll have my boyfriend call me on the house phone, right? Do it old school. You know what I mean? So it's certain <coughs> things like that, that like just kind of keep me locked into my purpose and locked into my strength as a person um so that's what i do with that and then with the metaverse i mean it's very interesting it's a very interesting concept where like you don't have to physically be there in the meeting i think maybe i'm a little too old school with that um i haven't i haven't ventured too far into that realm but i am fascinated to learn more hear more see how it transforms society in the coming years and then um Social media health is so important because, like, at one point, like, I was on my phone, like, nine hours a day, right? And it's like, wow, that's a lot of information you're letting into your, your, your sanctum, your psyche, your mind is, is, is sacred, right? What you allow in your mind is sacred. So it's just being conscious of that, like, limiting yourself, 30 minutes on screen time. Why am I on my phone right now? What's the purpose? Let's get it done and close it down, right? But mm-hmm. that's just my personal method, I guess. <laughs> Understandable. I'm. I usually keep my phone on. Do not disturb. Yep. Me too. Like I have like family members. Like, what is wrong? Why don't you ever answer the phone? Yep. Everybody's like, I'm going to voicemail. I'm going to voicemail. I'm like, are you gonna keep going to voicemail, honey? Because <laughs> every day I have it on auto, and so like around, I think I get up around four thirty-five. Just depends. And so until 10 a.m. or 11 a.m., it is on Do Not Disturb. And then I'll turn it back on Do Not Disturb. If I don't want to be disturbed, I just turn it off and I keep it moving. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, um, it'll be okay. But, I mean, I don't really have any questions for you any, any further. Um, thank you so much for joining Self-Care Way to Success. I definitely will post on our socials, make sure everyone knows about who you are and your brand, because I think it's a beautiful thing that you're doing. 
And um, yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Very welcome. And thank you for having me. And I definitely will in due season come back and share my story with you all because I feel like there's, um, when you know someone's story, you can connect further. And in addition to connecting further, I feel like it helps you make the change because we all don't have to go through the story. You could just listen to the story and learn from someone else. Exactly. I'm sure everyone will be eager to hear part two for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Bye now.